The views and opinions expressed on My Story Living with Lupus podcast are each individual's experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Thank you for joining me on My Story Living with Lupus. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and I'm so glad that you could join me on this episode. I'll be discussing how lupus can cause bipolar-like mood symptoms. So, you know what to do. Grab your cup of coffee your cup of tea, or if you're listening late at night, grab your favorite glass of wine and join me right here on My Story, Living with Lupus. Introducing District 36. Lux eyelashes. Their lashes give you the most natural look and feel. District 36 eyelashes offers an array of individual lashes, mink, and human hair lashes. Their lash tech, Yana, is certified so you can go from barely there to the glam in you. Follow District 36 Eyelashes on IG or visit their store at district36.storeenvy.com or contact Yana the Lash Tech at 404-490-3649. That's District 36 Lux eyelashes. Before we get into how lupus can cause bipolar-like mood symptoms, we have to understand what is bipolar disorder. Well, the National Institute of Mental Health describes Bipolar disorder, also known as manic depressive illness, is a brain disorder that causes unusual shifts in mood, energy, activity levels, and the ability to carry out day-to-day tasks. There are four basic types of bipolar disorder, all of them involve clear changes in mood, energy, and activity levels. These moods range from periods of extremely up-elated and energized behavior 
to very sad, down or hopeless periods known as depressive episodes. Less severe manic periods are known as hypomanic episodes. Now, the four basic types of bipolar disorder are bipolar 1 disorder, which is defined by manic episodes that last at least seven days or by manic symptoms that are so severe that the person needs immediate hospital care. Usually depressive episodes occur as well, typically lasting at least two weeks. Episodes of depression with mixed features having depression and manic episodes um, at the same time are also possible. Bipolar 2 disorder is defined by a pattern of depressive episodes and hypomanic episodes, but not the full-blown manic episodes that was previously described. Cyclothymic disorder is defined by numerous periods of hypomanic symptoms as well as numerous periods of depressive symptoms lasting for at least two years and one year in children and adolescents. Others specified and unspecified bipolar and related disorders defined by bipolar disorder symptoms that do not match the three categories previously spoken about. Now, when a person is having a manic episode, they may feel very up high or elated have a lot of energy, have increased activity levels, feel jumpy or weird, have trouble sleeping, become more active than usual, talk really fast about a lot of different things, be agitated, irritable, or touchy, feel like their thoughts are going fast, they think that um, they can do a lot of things at once. They do risky things, like spend a lot of money or have reckless sex. Now, a person having a depressive episode may feel very sad, down, empty, or hopeless, have very little energy, have decreased activity levels, have trouble sleeping, they may sleep too little or too much, feel like they can't enjoy anything, feel worried and empty, have trouble concentrating, forget things a lot, 
eat too much or too little, feel tired or slow down, and think about death or suicide. Now, bipolar disorder and other illnesses, some bipolar disorder symptoms are similar to other illnesses, which can make it hard for a doctor to make a clear diagnosis. In addition, many people have bipolar disorder along with other illnesses, such as anxiety disorder, substance abuse, or an eating disorder. People with bipolar disorder are also at a higher risk for thyroid disease, migraine headaches, heart disease, diabetes, obesity, and other physical illnesses. Now, stay with me, and when I come back, I'll speak about psychosis. Psychosis, sometimes a person with severe episodes of mania or depression, will experience hallucinations or delusions. The psychotic symptoms tend to match the person's extreme mood. For example, someone having a psychotic symptom during a manic episode may believe she is famous, has lots of money, or has special power. Someone having psychotic symptoms during a depressive episode may believe he is ruined and penniless or that he has committed a crime. As a result, people with bipolar who also have psychotic symptoms are sometimes misdiagnosed with Anxiety and ADHD, anxiety disorder, and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder are often diagnosed among people with bipolar disorder. Substance abuse, excuse me, people with bipolar disorder may also misuse alcohol, drugs, have a relationship problem, or perform poorly in school or work. Family, friends, and people experiencing symptoms may not recognize these problems as signs of a major mental illness, such as bipolar. Now, the risk factors. Scientists are studying the possibility, well, the possible causes of bipolar disorder. Most agree 
that there is no one single cause. Instead, it is likely that many factors contribute to the illness or increase risk. The brain structure and functioning. Some studies show how the brains of people with bipolar disorder may differ from the brains of healthy people or with people with other mental disorders. Learning more about these differences along with new information from genetic studies help scientists better understand bipolar disorder and predict which types of treatment will work most effectively. Now when it comes to genetics, some research suggests that people with certain genes are more likely to develop bipolar disorder than others. But genes are not the only risk factor for bipolar disorder. Studies of identical twins have shown that even if one twin develops bipolar disorder, the other twin does not always develop the disorder, despite the fact that identical twins share all of the same genes. Family history plays a lot into this disorder. Bipolar disorder tends to run in families. Children with a parent or sibling who has bipolar disorder are much more likely to develop the illness compared with children who do not have a family history of the disorder. However, it is important to note that most people with a family history of bipolar disorder will not develop the illness. Treatment and therapy. Treatment helps many people, even those with the worst severe forms of bipolar disorder, gain better control of their mood swings and other bipolar symptoms. An effective treatment plan usually includes a combination of medication and psychotherapy, also called talk therapy. Bipolar disorder is a lifelong illness. Episodes of mania and depression typically come back over time between episodes. Many people with bipolar disorder are free of mood changes, but some people may have lingering symptoms. Long-term continuous treatment helps to control these symptoms. Now the medications that are prescribed. There are different types of medication that can help control symptoms of bipolar. 
an individual may need to try several different medications before finding one that work best. Most generally used to treat bipolar include mood stabilizers, atypical antipsychotics, and antidepressants. We're going to take a quick break and when we return, I'll discuss how lupus can cause bipolar-like mood symptoms. Entrepreneur and creator of Right Side of 50, and I am my sister's keeper, Sheila Smith, motivational and empowerment speaker, is available for your next empowerment event and conference. You can book her for your next event at rightsideof50 at gmail.com. That's R-I-G-H-T-S-I-D-E-O-F-5-0 at gmail.com or call at 678-293-6821. Each one encourage one. Systemic lupus arithmetosis also known as lupus or SLE is an autoimmune disorder which can cause chronic disease in different parts of the body. While the exact mechanisms for lupus are unknown, the condition ultimately represents an immune system gone array attacking normal cells. When it happens, it can manifest with psychiatric symptoms that are strikingly similar to bipolar disorder. While the symptoms of the two disorders overlap, as do the drugs used to treat them, SLE and bipolar are in no way related. Despite popular belief, SLE does not cause bipolar disorder. On the other hand, SLE is sometimes misdiagnosed as bipolar disorder. Now, when this happens, a person may be exposed to unnecessary and inappropriate treatment. Neuropsychiatric symptoms of lupus. When lupus affects the central nervous system, it can cause a variety of symptoms both neurological and psychiatric. We refer to this condition as neuropsychiatric systemic lupus arrhythmatosis, short NPSLE. Symptoms can range from mild to severe and include headaches, 
mood disorders, including depression and bipolar type symptoms. Mm -hmm. Memory loss, loss of cognitive function, tremors, tics, and involuntary movement. Clumsiness or unsteady gait, seizures, blurred vision, hearing problems, speech problems, confusion, and delirium. You can also experience tingling, numbness, burning, and painful nerve sensation. And stroke. NPSLE affects about 40% of people with lupus, most frequently manifesting as depression, memory deficits, and general cognitive decline. It is considered a serious complication that leads to a reduced quality of life and an increased illness. Now, current research suggests NPSLE is associated with a tenfold increase in mortality compared to people in the general public. Now, when it comes down to the causes, rather than having one specific cause, NPLSE is due to a combination of factors, including immune dysfunction, hormonal irregularities, vascular inflammation, and direct damage to nervous tissues. Even drug side effects may contribute to the symptoms. Moreover, the protective layer which surrounds the brain called the blood-brain barrier can be disrupted by lupus, allowing toxins to penetrate and damage neural tissue. Some of the symptoms of NPSLE may also be related to a condition called demyelinating syndrome in which the autoimmune response gradually strips away the myelin sheath. Think of it as the insulating cover of a nerve. Depending on where this occurs, it can trigger a variety of sensory, cognitive, and visual problems. Now, Diagnosis. Because it is difficult to distinguish between the various causes of NPSLE, including independent psychiatric disorders, there is no gold standard for diagnosis. As such, diagnosis is typically made by exclusion exploring all other possible causes, including infection and coincidental disease and even drug side effects. 
This is made on a case-by-case basis under the direction of a specialist experienced in NPSLE. Now, the treatment, typically speaking, the medication used to treat psychiatric and mood disorders may also be used to treat the psychiatric symptoms of lupus. In the event of severe NPSLE, treatment will be focused on the use of medications that suppress and moderate the immune autoimmune response. Options include high dose of corticosteroids. Other standard treatments um, include intravenous immunoglobins, antibody therapy. It is important to note, however, that high doses of corticosteroids may exacerbate mood disorders and in rare cases lead to psychosis. Henry Long, the author of Positive Energy 24-7. You can purchase an autographed copy of his motivational book and you can also purchase the ebook version at writepath247.com. That's W R I T E P A T H 247.com. You can also follow him on Instagram at writepath247. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of my story, Living with Lupus. I hope you found out it was informative and know that lupus is not called the great imitator for nothing because it mimics numerous of illnesses and if you have been recently having the signs and symptoms of lupus, just know that you are not alone. Don't be, get frustrated. Don't get down because it will, and I'm being 100 with you, it will take time before you are clinically diagnosed with this illness because it mimics so many others. So don't get frustrated with your doctors. Just know they have to rule out everything. And you know, I wanted to tell you guys on the next episode next week about a my visit with a new rheumatologist, um, but I'm going to do it now. I had a visit with a new rheumatologist last week, 
and he was going over my records. And I noticed from my peripheral vision that he kept looking at me and reading the, the charts, my um, electronic medical records. And he asked me, he said, how old are you? I said, I just turned 58. He said, you don't look it. And then he looked back at the computer and he said, whoa. And I looked at him and I said, you're looking at everything that I have been diagnosed with, the overlapping conditions caused by this illness. He said, yeah. And I'm looking at the most recent one that you received from your cardiologist. And he said, my God, you're still standing and you don't look your age. And I told him, I said, it's by his grace and mercy that I'm still here because I should have been gone a long time ago. But he is allowing me to stand firm and to fight each and every day. So to you, my listening audience, no matter what you are going through, no matter what news the doctor gives you, know that you are here for a purpose. And it's by His grace, whoever you call God, that you serve, that you're here to fight another day. You, my dear friends, have a story to tell someone and to encourage someone. I'm Susan Hendricks. For my story, Living with Lupus, my listening audience, have a blessed weekend and know that I appreciate you for tuning in to listen to my story, Living with Lupus. Once again, I'm your host, Susan Hendricks. Remain blessed. If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story, Living with Lupus, you can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus. If you feel that you can't speak to anyone, remember, there's help for you. Contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at one 800 273-8255 You're never alone.